welcome to the Good Luck Club. I'm your host, Simon Squibb. At the Good Luck Club, we talk about success and failure openly and honestly. And we want to get people's take on luck. Our mission is to give the listener unique insights via real life stories. Our belief is everyone has two to three lessons to teach another person and want to help people to be lucky. Isaac Newton once said, if I have seen further, it is by standing on the shoulder of giants. And we believe our guests are giants. Our guest today is Michael Todd. I have known Michael for quite a while and first met him 10 years ago in Hong Kong when wandering around the tech and branding scene. He impressed me with his insight into cryptocurrency and the digital online branding world straight off the bat. He is a lifelong entrepreneur from New Zealand who sold programs at his local rugby club when he was just eight years old. He worked as a lawyer in London and Tokyo and then helped run and register tech funds during the late 1990s while volunteering as a lawyer for Greenpeace. He's traveled to over 110 countries, has written a book about online branding, and he's used Bitcoin as a payment method way before many other companies even knew the word Bitcoin. He then founded a paid-for business social network with its own cryptocurrency. Currently, he's developing another social network and a microfinancing fund planting edible forests in Africa. Michael, welcome to episode four of Good Luck Club. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, thank you very much, Simon. I'm very excited to be uh, the first uh, Zoom participant in the Good Luck uh, podcast. And I haven't got them as a sponsor yet, but I'll, I'll, I'll have to. And uh, yeah, we're using Zoom today, folks, because that's true, Michael. You're my first overseas podcast because right now you're, you're in New Zealand. Is that right? Uh, in, uh, I'm in Brisbane in Australia. Oh, Brisbane. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, you're in Brisbane right now. And so yeah. that's very exciting. Thank you very much. And I know it's very early there. Um, it's it's very right. late. In, in the UK, it's, it's uh, 9 p.m. So there it's what, what uh, 7 a.m. or something? Uh, yeah, 6 18. Yeah. yeah. Well, so thank you for getting up so early to, uh, to talk to our listeners today. Well, look, let's jump straight in. Um, I, I think, uh, of course, being the Good Luck Club, we'll get into the luck bit in a minute. But I think one of the things I'm really interested in hearing from entrepreneurs from the outset is what does success mean to you? What, what does the word success uh, end up uh, translating in your world? Well, I think as an entrepreneur, Success is uh, different from other people who have chosen a, um, a more employment and, and then retirement-based lifestyle because basically for an entrepreneur, success is uh, not getting completely wiped out and, uh, and still being able to go on to the next challenge and, uh, <laughs> and uh, having the health and energy and the resources to do so. So um, that, that for me is success. It's, it's not, it's uh, I like that. Completely. So, so success in your definition basically not going <laughs> As long as we, uh, we can still eat at the well, end of we, the uh, kind of success, we, right? We, we, you always retain your, um, your mindset and, uh, and your network as like how we've networked in, uh, from the Web Wednesday in Hong Kong and then, then come back, you know, around and circled back together today. And, uh, so you, you, and if you keep your mindset and your energy and your resources um, and you retain them and you keep building on them and actually improving them, um, that's success for me, and uh, I guess uh, in a in a daily nutshell, like going to bed and um, being satisfied that you've done everything you can that day, I think is a, is another measure of success. I, guess. And, I like um, it. I, I think yeah. that's something I I haven't heard um, before as well. I mean, the whole network transfer piece is interesting. I think that you can lose your money, you can lose your business, 
but I think if you certainly if you've done the right thing, you can you can bring your network with you. I, I think that's a great uh, insight straight away off the bat. There, uh, I, I like. Well, that. No, no, nobody can take away your mindset or your um, your network or your health. So there are three things that you can. Um, keep I think mindset. On actually, you know. mindset. I found that you know if you if you've got the wrong crowd around you or bad things have happened, actually your mindset can change. I mean, I certainly have gone through that myself. I've gone from very trusting to not trusting. So mindset can shift. Uh, but, but, but if you can stay strong, and I think you're one of those people, Michael, um, you can probably keep your mindset straight. Uh, but I have found that depending on what happens to you, your know, mindset can change. So look, um, I, I wanted to dive into luck because it is, it is something I'm fascinated by. But I wondered if uh, you would mind giving an example of, of when good luck has played a role in your business life and when perhaps bad luck has also played a role. I think good luck originally played uh, a great part for me in um, being in the right place at the right time. Um, I was actually on the, on the second tee um, playing golf with, uh, with a judge and two other lawyers in, uh, in Auckland in New Zealand in, um, when I was a very, uh, very young lawyer. And uh, these guys were talking basically about the legal business and how the court system runs and plea bargaining and things. And that day I realized that I did not really want to be a part of that. Something that I'd worked so hard for at university and, uh, and worked really hard as a young lawyer. We do huge hours to try and become a partner in a firm and I was about to get to that stage. And then I realized, no, <laughs> I can't get into this. And so I've got to have to look to do something else. And uh, I had the good luck uh, to have... Uh, I didn't really know that I was an entrepreneur at that time. And some people don't until um, much later. You don't know if you're an entrepreneur or not. But that day I realized I was an entrepreneur and uh, I actually left the legal profession uh, in the next week and uh, started a business. So um, um, that was uh, that was very lucky to, to have that at that time. Otherwise, because I, yeah, I, I don't think I would have had such a happy life as I've had since then. So... That was very good luck. Is just being in the right place at the right time, and uh, other good luck that I've had, obviously, um, is just by the people that I've met, right? the the inspirations and the knowledge that I've got. I've got from the people that I've met. Well, you're, I didn't know this about you, by the way. I, I didn't know um, that you were a lawyer before. I, I of course, I, I didn't know you when you were a lawyer. And, and I didn't know that. I, funnily enough, in episode three, I, I also had a lawyer who became an entrepreneur. So it's, mm. I, I, I can be honest and say I never really saw lawyers as entrepreneurs. Uh, I, mm. I actually, in my mind, typecast them incorrectly, I think, as, as people that didn't take risk, had a great education, and had gone into a profession that was always going to provide them with a nice, stable income. Um, so, Connor, what, what, what? Yeah, I'm, so I'm, still, I'm still recovering from, uh, from my legal uh, days, and uh, <laughs> I just do a, do a quick, uh, quick story about I actually um, started my own my my, entre my first entrepreneurial um, adventure after leaving the legal profession was I actually started up my own uh, law practice, and uh, this was in uh, in the mid '90s in Auckland, and you'll remember probably that uh, websites were just coming out, and um, Windows 95 and 1995, like people could actually you know have a web a web presence, and uh, we moved from having one page to two pages on a website, and I built the first ever website in Australia or New Zealand for a, uh, a lawyer and they tried to shut it down and uh, 
we actually uh, went to the court about it and there was nothing in their rules that said that you couldn't advertise in this way. So they, they lost they, and... Uh, you weren't written for the, for the digital age, were they? And all, all these other lawyers said, how much does it cost um, every uh, month to run your website? And I said, oh, I think it's a $100 hosting fee, which you imagine nowadays having to pay $100 a month for, for a simple one-page site for, for hosting and uh, that's what we paid. And... Uh, they said, oh, that can't possibly be worth it. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> this is like in 1996. Right? Wow. So uh, I said, I, I bet all of you will have one by the turn of the century. I think it's interesting what you said earlier as well about um, how you uh, became an entrepreneur. I, I, I get this question a lot, like is an entrepreneur born or made? My personal belief is you can absolutely become an entrepreneur. What do you think? Um, I'm, I'm a great believer that there's um, eight different kinds of entrepreneur and you, you've got entrepreneurs that are not necessarily risk-taking people um, and I think if you look at the, the example of Google, I think that um, the Sergi Brin, he was more of the mathematical Brit, um, genius and he's a very um, analytical um, sort of guy, you don't see him speaking in public or anything like that, or he's not Richard Branson, you know, he's a very different um, style of entrepreneur and a very different um, personality, but he's still very much a, a massively successful entrepreneur, but he teamed up with Larry Page, who was a, a little bit more, um, you know, business-minded and, and publicity-minded sort of a guy, so they made a great team, and uh, I think um, as an entrepreneur, it, um, to build a team with someone who is complementary, uh, a complementary personality, so that someone's looking after the books and um, someone's building the technology, and then someone else has to um, play other roles in the business, be perhaps more creative and um, publicity-minded um, people. Are, like to get work together as entrepreneurs is uh, is very important. Well, I mean, we're already two thirds through our podcast, and there's some. I want to get into the detail with you a little bit um, because I, I, I know you've got so much background to your to your entrepreneurial journey. I wondered if um, you know you could share a bit of bad luck maybe you've had. I, I think this is like people always struggle to talk about bad luck, uh, but I'd, I'd love to hear your view on. Um, I've had bad luck, and I think the uh, bad luck came um, initially. From um, I, actually, I, I think uh, it, it, when I reflect even better now, I think the bad luck has uh, has come from um, not looking out over your shoulder. Um, I think uh, you should be insured and you should spread risk and you should always um, be aware of timing um, and not just think that oh everything's fine now. And because uh, bad luck is always lurking, um, but whether it's going to actually jump on you, um, you, you can protect yourself from that. Um, I owned uh, I owned a lot of tech stock in uh, in 2000 and 2001, and a lot of and I'd um, introduced my friends to a lot of stock as well. And obviously things didn't go well with that because we weren't um, perhaps looking out as well as we should have. And uh, I've uh, I actually had my business uh, stolen, very successful business uh, stolen by staff members because I trusted too much, for example. And I didn't spread risk, and I uh, I wasn't insured. So all all these things I could. Wow, when, when, I mean, I've, I've, also, I've also had businesses stolen uh, by employees. Um, it is probably one of the most painful experiences as an entrepreneur I've ever experienced. Mm. Um, what, 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 what do you think? Well, first of all, you know, do you mind sharing your story? And two, how do you protect yourself, you know, other than become cynical and change your mindset and not trust people, which I refuse to do? How, how do you protect yourself? And, and what, what happened to you? 
Well, for, for very firstly, how you protect yourself. Um, for example, um, our, our latest ventures, we, we are um, planting um, forests with uh, neem and moringa and hemp and um, chia seeds in, um, in Africa. And we're spreading risk by going into different countries and partnering with different people rather than doing it all ourselves just in one place in one country. We're actually partnering with um, various ventures. So if one of them rips us off or the government comes in and um, reclaims the land we're planting or something like that, then we've, we've got ourselves covered in different places. Um, so we're doing that. Um, I think the, uh, what happened to me, um, basically our, our chief programmer, um, he hacked into our, um, our laptops, my wife and I's laptops, and he um, broke into our office and stole our server, uh, stole our hard drive, sorry, and uh, wow. he um, paid someone in Microsoft to um, enter our, uh, our servers and, um, yeah, this, this kind of thing, and there was about six of them involved, but so it wouldn't have, one person couldn't have done it, but we we just simply did not think this. We did not see this happening. We were blindsided, you know. This, but you've got to see these things happening. If you if you're running a business, you're going to be a target. I didn't, you know, I didn't think, you know, as soon as you're successful, you're a target, aren't you? So you, you've got to you've got to keep looking over your shoulder, really. And um, and we weren't insured, which was basically insane. We should have been insured. So that's, that's another thing. Pay your insurance. You can insure yourself against such a outcome. I mean, it's well, I'm sure you can to some extent. There must be, you know, you. You, I think to go in to go into any kind of venture without an insurance policy of some kind is is you know, was, was almost suicidal and that, that's a huge learning because of that. How much money was stolen from you? How much? What was involved? Well, it's very hard to quantify. When we started a massively successful um, social network that we were, you know, one week we had seven hundred people come in and pay us for something, you know, a little bit like LinkedIn and. Um, well, didn't you have 12 million, 12 million uh, uh, users? Well, that, 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 that we had about $15 million of US dollars um, stolen in cash, but how, that's without putting any value on what we built um, in the network, what we could have sold wow. it for at the time. or what the cash was, alone stolen from you was 15 million US dollars. Yeah. That's insane. Well, well you know, it's... It's not a huge amount compared to some other business, what some other businesses are worth, but um, that was just wow. cash. That was, that's putting no value on the business whatsoever. I bet so, you if I was sitting with Elon Musk right now and he told you he lost 15 million down the side of the sofa, he'd be pretty upset. I mean, and frankly, it's not even about the money, is it? I think, I think the mental scar of people doing that to you, I'm sure you... Uh, no, we are, we are starting to do good things. We are, um, we are starting to invest as a, as a huge community. We are doing investing in um, clean tech projects. We just started mm. doing that. So that, that's the biggest loss that what we could have achieved. You know, you think, oh, well, you could have, could have, could have. And, but anyway, I'm, um, I'm building this thing again. <laughs> and um, just lost, uh, lost a couple of years of uh, momentum. And, and that's what I was going to talk to you about um, about what is success and uh, how you asked um, what is success and, and what is luck. Um, for me, and I, I think you'll probably be a, agree, is that when you start a new business or any venture, um, what carries everything on is the momentum. You've got to keep daily momentum going and, and ride your luck. So you, you've been given luck, you've been put in the situation where you've got a business and you've got some supporters and you've got a good idea but you've got to ride your luck and, and um, keep increasing your luck like a snowball. So you've got to keep the daily momentum going on. And, and you point to Elon Musk, he's just a wonderful example of um, someone who keeps the momentum going. I go, go to his Twitter account last week and he's dancing on a stage in um, China um, 
launching the Tesla three and did Shanghai. he do that on purpose though, or, or was he just and and then he's and then and then he's giving out a hundred million dollars of Bitcoin and Ethereum on the like to uh, to random people who like who trust him enough to send him some. He sent some back double. Um, at the same time, that's his latest two tweets, you know, like, so he's, uh, it's really he's, marketing, isn't it? he, he just, he's riding his luck, you know, and he, he's pushing things to the limit all the time with the SpaceX and everything. He's taking huge risks and, uh, he, he's making huge, you know, he's challenging everything, everything. And, uh, he's, he's riding his luck really, isn't he? He's been given luck and he, he's riding it. I think that's a, that's a really interesting insight. So, you know, what steps can you take to get more luck then? What do, what do you think? I think um, I, I met you at a Web Wednesday in Hong Kong. I probably had other things that I could have done while I was visiting Hong Kong on a Wednesday night. There's a big city, lots of things to do, but I went to a, went to a tech network, uh, networking event and I met you. And uh, so I, I think um, to, um, going out and meeting people, getting ideas, um, increasing your network, like I said, it's the only thing people can't take away from you before. I think that's a huge thing um, and just staying open to, um, to new things so like being open to things like cryptocurrency or AI don't don't close yourself off to think oh I'm never going to use that technology or I don't need to study about that you need to know about as much as you can because all businesses um, need to use everything that's that's possible you need to be using the blockchain you need to you know you'd be using social media and you need to be using every different kind of marketing and reaching in you know as far as you can and uh, all different technologies you should be at least exploring the possibility of them in your business that's a great insight we have a minute left so i have one more question for you with the last minute that we have i wonder if you went back to your younger self and gave uh, some advice what would it be um stay healthier i, I just learned uh i met a wonderful woman um in, in Japan uh, eight years ago and uh, she taught me so much about health. My health wasn't so good at that time. I didn't have so much energy um, like halfway through the day. Um, focus on your health. You get so much more done if you're, if you're healthy and, uh, and you know, that no one can take that away from you at any time and it's, it's really your biggest thing is, is your health. So I would have looked after that better when I was younger. And uh, another thing that I would have done um, is... I probably would have learned, uh, especially when I now know I would have been wanted to become an entrepreneur, I probably would have learned more about coding um, and because I think if you can write your own code or at least understand uh, the code, um, that you can talk much better to your developers and, and you can develop things much more quickly and uh, much more efficiently if, if you know, uh, even if you know a little bit about what code is and how to read it at least, even if you can't write it. Well, my theory is, however, uh, robots will soon be doing all the code and uh, will be obsolete as both code readers and code writers. So, uh, but anyway, I think it's great advice for today. I think that's wonderful insights. I, I thank you, Michael. I think network is an asset you can take with you. For me, is uh, is absolutely right. Absolute gold there as, a, as an insight. Uh, people should spend much more time building their network, building their reputation. That that can be transferred. I agree with you, entrepreneurs are made. I think more people need to hear that message because a lot of people out there are stuck in jobs they don't like and think they can't be entrepreneurs. I think they absolutely can. Um, I love the eight types of entrepreneurs. Look over your shoulder, sad reality. Um, I think you're, you're right. I've had a similar experience. I don't want to be cynical. I want to trust people. I know you still do somehow. I don't know if I would I've lost, if I'd lost what you'd lost, but I think looking over your shoulder is smart, but not in a paranoid way, probably in a, a protocol kind of way. Trust is nice, control is better. Increase your luck by pushing 
the limits, I think is another insight you gave today. So all in all, fantastic. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Simon. And goodbye from the Good Luck Club. Thank you.